I'm your host, Jay Wald, and this is another weekly podcast of Deeper Dive brought to you by Plantation SDA Church. And this is season four. This is episode 12. And of course, my wonderful co-host, Don, is not here. She's, um, of course, she's out west and she won't be able to attend, so I'm doing solo. But before I go further, I want to thank her for standing in for me. I had a technical difficulties. I um, unfortunately lost my phone and I was a man without technology, and that's that's kind of hard nowadays. So, I um, she was able to stand in for me for Pastor Jen's last, um, well, I wouldn't say last podcast, but for at least for a while. And um, I heard it, and it, it was wonderful. So, thank you, Cassandra, and thank you, um, Don, for helping me out with that. And I want to thank all my podcast listeners uh, for taking the time out, whoever you are, wherever you may be listening, whatever media, social media you might be using. Um, you can text us any of your questions, concerns, or comments to 954-388-8780. And we also encourage you to subscribe to our, our channel, uh, PlantationSCA.TV. And today, we got our brother. I like to call him the Fresh Prince. He's a different Fresh Prince because we had a different Fresh Prince. He went over to Margate. So now we have a Fresh Prince uh, in the making over here at Plantation. And I want to thank my brother, Pastor Paul Anderson. Welcome, brother. Thank you, Joe. It's always a pleasure and uh, a privilege to hang out with you, man. Appreciate it, man. This is a, this is just another medium I like to use, you know, get it, get it out there. Get the word out, bro. I appreciate you. Uh, all the best to your Absolutely. family as always. That's all right. Thank you. That's good, man. Welcome back. I think, what is this, your third or third time? This might be my third or fourth. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have to go. I have to check the archives. We'll find out. See what it is. I know. <laughs> I think when I'm you build, do I'm building you're a regular. You're in, you end up being a regular. You're right. You're right. So that would be a good thing. To the regular status. Um, all the best to your family once again. And um, as we always do, to start with a word of prayer, and we can move on. Father God, thank you once again for all you've done for us, Lord. We thank you for this podcast, Lord. We thank you all that you've done uh, to really components and make things work uh, for your glory. Continue to bless uh, Pastor Paul and his family, Plantation Church, um, everybody that works here and make the podcast and be a success. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, Pastor Paul. Thank you, brother. So let's, um, you know, before I start there, before I even start there, let's go thank the candidates that uh there was a baptism yesterday i mean uh this past sabbath um let me see the first name i think was gregory celestine right and of course we know right. alicia alicia peters that was wonderful to see her uh give her life to christ that was amazing that was that definitely was amazing. amazing and um maureen paul i think it's paul paul sir i don't want to pronounce her name wrong but i know her first name is maureen so right. we want to thank her as well so, your sermon, "Be Bold for Christ." What what uh, what made you decide to use that that topic? Well, uh, this topic is uh, is is you know something that I think is very relevant mm-hmm. um, for us. You know, being bold, yeah, being strong, being being uh, powerful. Uh, I think that's, you know, those are words that are appeal, especially to young people right? and especially to um, the challenges that, that a lot of people are facing. Um, right. It the challenges and obstacles, you know, almost 
cause people to be timid mm-hmm. and fearful and foreboding. So, you know, it th- there's a there's a necessity for boldness, right? Especially in these times. And I think uh, because Sabbath was Global Youth Day, mm-hmm. and uh, our youth were out and about, and they were, you know, touching the lives of people in the community and the surrounding municipalities. Um, I think it was relevant to have uh, a topic like this that could resonate with them and also um, especially what's going on in our world today. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that that kind of formed the, the premise for me uh, coming up with this topic, uh, which was, I would say, certainly powered by the Holy Spirit. It was definitely not me, but... God dropped it in my spirit Amen, to, brother. Um, to deliver a message on this on this topic. Amen for that, brother. Because I believe me, I know he's a work in your life, brother. I know that for a fact. You Amen. know, times we talk, man, you've told me, you've seen, you've seen the hand of God work, and that's yes. wonderful. Uh, yeah, but that's wonderful that the Global Youth Day, that the kids did wonderful out there. You know, when you were out with the, 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 the children in the Global Youth Fair, and you talked about uh, the, the, what the children were struggling with. And the answer was pretty startling when you mentioned about suicidal thoughts. That's pretty amazing, I'm sure, uh, when it came across you. What'd you say? Yeah, it it it, it um it was it was rather striking. Um, it, it certainly got my attention. You know, when we when we did a survey to find out, you know, what are some of the needs that uh, these youth and young people want to uh, have us pray about. Yeah, you know, on their behalf, and the general concern was suicidal thoughts. It, it, it was, and it was a mixture. It was suicidal mm-hmm. thoughts. It was um, stuff going on at home. You know, mm-hmm. stuff between you know parents and uh, children, and you know, basically just family life uh, situations. But I thought it, it was. Uh, very disconcerting to um, to discover yeah. that our youth are suffering that bad, you know, on that level. Yeah, um, and I think a lot of times, whenever you see uh, our young people in that position, it's usually because they need attention, they need yeah. someone, they need an outlet, they need a way to express themselves to get their concerns out yeah. and uh, maybe, you know, as parents, we don't um, say it that often, but we need to, we need to check in and, you know, and not just, not just as parents, but as leaders, yeah. um, as mentors, um, however we relate to young people, we need to find a way um, to just, you know, probe and, and and reassure them that they can share their concerns uh, with us, and we can you know we can talk, we can dialogue. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, you know, I know a couple of of youth at our church um, had mentioned that they had dealing with mental illness, and in certain ways that they they didn't. I didn't get the exact details, which the fact that that was number one in in for them mental illness. But you know that can lead to other things as well. Um, so let's, let's move on to, um, you, you spoke from second Corinthians chapter three and here we are, we got Paul 
talking to the church of Corinth, and he's being questioned. Why was he being questioned by these leaders? So <laughs> uh, back then, you know, um, you know, Paul, he he raised up these churches, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, essentially what he did was he, he, he built these churches from the ground up, meaning mm-hmm. he took time to build relationships. So they knew him. Yeah. Okay. They knew him very well. Now, occasionally, whenever he was away, you mm-hmm. would have these false teachers come in, right? And they would stir up trouble. They would um, they would question, you know, whether he is truly who he says he is, and whether he's authentic, whether you should listen to him, whether he's even credentialed. Okay, so you know he had to he had to put a you know arrest to those claims he had to address those those claims and basically he was saying uh you are my proof <laughs> okay okay you guys are the ones uh, who can testify and witness to who i am and the authenticity of my message yeah. you you knew where you once were, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. the Lord led me now to help you. So I don't need to show you any letters. No, I don't need. You are the proof. You are the proof. Mm-hmm. So essentially, that's that's how that took place. <laughs> wow, it's just a shame how you start things out and you still get questioned. And they actually see the proof in, in you. But he's seeing it from a different standpoint. Obviously, they weren't seeing it through the, how would you say, the the Jesus lens that Paul was seeing it through. <laughs> he wasn't seeing it that way. Right. So, you know, <laughs> exactly. I, I like, I, yeah, he wasn't seeing it that way. So I, I can understand that. You spoke about um, um, being competent in yourself. Uh, why, why is that? A lot of us being competent in ourselves, but not in, in Jesus when we should be. Well, a, a lot of us like to look at our ability, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, we have been blessed with intellect, um, you know, a certain level of wisdom, and we are able to, to do certain things, we're able to rash, rationalize, uh, we're able to reason, and we have certain uh credentials and degrees and we have certain certain aspects about our uh our success mm-hmm. that 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 makes us feel qualified and even competent right yeah to do what we need to but the the, the fact is uh we're not qualified we're not qualified to represent Christ no, we're not. We are not. We we, we don't measure up. Okay. Mm-hmm. We don't even begin to measure up. And the the faster we realize that, we can get out get out of the way. We can we can get out of our way. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of times we get in the way of progress. We get in the way of of what God is trying to do mm-hmm. uh, through us. And once we can address that. Um, you know that self-centeredness, yeah, uh, or that narcissism, 
Yeah. Then then the Lord can really do amazing things. Well, you know, sometimes even I wouldn't just say for somebody of innocence, but we have this, you know, feeling of entitlement um, that, that yes. we should have that right away. But then, you know, what makes it an oxymoron that, you know, Christ called us the ambassadors of Christ, but yet still we're not going that route. We're not going mm. that route of being ambassadors of Christ, which is actually representing God, representing another kingdom, not this world, but another kingdom. And we, we, we fall short. Absolutely. That is so important for us to recognize that when Christ uh, speaks value into us, mm-hmm. we are to use that now to, to, to move forward, meaning when we when we go out and, and and do the work of the Lord, we don't we, we can we can do it confidently without apology, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, because we know it's not when it's not because of our educational background, <laughs> okay? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's not because of of what anyone um, says about us, other than what Christ has embedded. In us, right? He has qualified. It's Christ that qualifies us. He's the one that equips us, and He's the one who empowers us for service to go and speak for Him. So, when we understand it from that perspective, then uh, we can move forward confidently, knowing that He's behind us. I, I know. I one one question I wanted to ask you is about the old covenant and the new covenant explain that for certain people Some people seem to be a little bit i don't know still stuck with the old covenant even though that's done away with but a little explanation on your part brother so it's very interesting The, the old covenant um was based on what uh it was based on what man could do essentially right god gave the law moses brought down the two tabs of Tubs of stone. Mm-hmm. He brought it down from uh, Mount Sinai, presented it, and uh, you know, when the people got into uh, you know a little challenge, they said, "Here, here, here! What? All that he said, we will do." Right. So, based on what they could do, mm-hmm. essentially, right? But right. the fact was that the law, the law condemns. Okay. Yeah. The law condemns. It just points out sin. The law cannot do anything for you in terms of helping you to overcome sin. Yeah. Right? Right. It just identifies sin. Right? Mm-hmm. So the original covenant was based on what man needed to do and and uh, man failed. Right. And the old covenant. Now led to now when Christ came, he now expounded on the law. He did not abolish the law, right? Mm-hmm. He expounded yeah. on the law. Um, he went beyond the letter and he showed the spirit of the law. Right. Okay. And once he broke down the spirit of the law, essentially he was um, helping the people of the time uh, of that time realize that he was the completion or the the fulfillment of the law right fulfillment in the sense that if they come to him right they stay connected with him they build a relationship with him right 
naturally, if you love Christ, if you love God, mm-hmm. you will love your fellow fellow man. Yes. And that is that is uh, how the law is now fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Because we know the law is, is divided up into two parts: mm-hmm. love for God and love for man. Yes. Okay. And when Christ came, essentially he was teaching them how to to love to love God, mm-hmm. and uh, showing showing them what grace was all about and mercy and kindness and and all these you know lovely attributes and uh he established it was through christ the second covenant was established yes and uh it it was the better one it was the better one because now it was not what man could do anymore yeah right but it was what Christ could do. Yes. Right? Well, righteousness. Yes. And that's what made it perfect. Yeah. That's what made it perfect. Mm-hmm. Because now all you need to do is come to Christ and he, by coming to Christ, you essentially, that's a confession. Yes. Right. So immediately you're forgiven. Yes. So that means you're justified. Yes. Justification allows you now to connect with the father. Mm-hmm. There's no way you could get to the father but through Christ. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So Christ the Christ made keeping the law possible now. Of okay? course. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is, we know that um, between the first covenant and the second covenant, uh, what makes the second covenant uh, more binding for us is that it's written on our hearts. Okay, so whether someone knew, whether someone knew or read the law before, mm-hmm. doesn't make a difference, yeah. right? Because it's actually written into our DNA. We do have a natural sense of what is right and wrong. Yes. And that was the difference between the, the, the first covenant and the second covenant. Mm-hmm. So so the, the, the second covenant was, was through Christ what Christ could do, not what man could do. And that's what made it perfect. Yeah, I got you. So now, like you said, literally is the tablet that was written in stone is now the tablet written in your heart. Amen. All right. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you for that. Um, I had you, you made a comment, um, well, statement in your sermon that really stuck out to me where you said that it's not your ability, but your availability. Love it, man. I love it. Talk to me about that. that well, that, that's one of my favorite. Uh, I've said it before. I've used that bef- that line before, and it, it, it is one of my favorite. And here's why: um, a lot of us get caught up, especially um, those of us who have, you know, certain degrees and and credentials. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of us get caught up with that, you know. Yeah. And we think, yes, that that gives us some validity mm-hmm. uh, in the spiritual realm, and it does it, right? It it, it certainly does help us um, qualify to um, ascend to certain heights, which yes. you know, which is great, you know. But when it comes to our spiritual uh, accreditation, 
it doesn't even begin to help us. It, it doesn't even give us the, the, the pre-qualifications, right? It is only Christ. And yes. you, you remember when Christ was, remember when he was at the top of the mountain looking over, uh, looking over Jerusalem. Yes. And, and he said, oh, Jerusalem, oh, Jerusalem, how oh, yeah. I wanted to gather you. Like a mother's right? hen, yes. Like, like, like a mother hen mm -hmm. gathered her chicks, but you would not, you would not, you would not allow mm -hmm. me, right? That's what Christ wanted. All he wanted was for, for them, you know, to make themselves available to, to understand mm -hmm. who he was, who, who the, who the father was and, 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 and how they could, they could obtain salvation. You remember one time he said, you search the scriptures because in them you think you have eternal life. Yeah. But but these are they that testify of me. You're reading, you're reading, you're reading these things, thinking that you know by reading it, right? Just because you read it, you study it, you even talk about it, that will uh, guarantee you eternal life. Oh no, it won't. But they testify of me. They yes. point to me. Yes, I am the living. I am the living word. You are reading the the physical word. I am the living word. Right. The written word, rather. You're reading the yeah. written word. I am, the, I am the word in living color. Yes, you are. The only way. I'm. I'm trying to tell. I'm trying to help you out here. Mm. I am the only way to eternal life. Yes. Not, not reading those scriptures. <laughs> reading those scriptures will not guarantee you eternal life. None it's me. Yes. The relationship in Him. So, so Christ is Christ is saying, listen, it's not all these things that you can do that matters. It's me. You need to take time to know me. You yes. need to know me because if you don't know me oh, now, that would be a terrible I day. I guarantee you when when the chips go down. Yeah. Right. Sad day. It'll be a sad day. Terrible sad because day. When you, when you try to call on me, um, when you haven't, when you haven't taken time to know my voice and I'm speaking to you, you're not going to hear me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're too that flushed. Is true. That is really true, Paul. I had, um, I had one more last thing to do that. You remember you, you said you had a, a, a tough decision. Um, you had a medical mm -hmm. emergency and you had to decide what should you have done. How, uh, talk to us about it just briefly, and how the hand of God just came at it on that. So that that was an interesting situation from the beginning of the week. Actually, probably from the week before, um, I, I had a a medical condition that I thought um, I thought I could handle. Maybe you know, just kind of bear it for a while, and and uh, it would go away. Mm -hmm. But um, the week. The during the week of prayer is where it started to get increasingly worse, mm -hmm. and uh, it reached a headway maybe around Thursday, where I was telling my wife that um, what was going on, and she well, you know, I, I told her throughout the week, and she kept on saying yes, you need to go to the doctor, you need to go to the doctor, and I said I know, but I I I I, I can't find the time. <laughs> 
I'm mm-hmm. in the midst of this week of prayer and I need every amount, you know, every bit of time to pray and then to preach and then, and then pray again and preach again. Um, and what happened, it reached to Thursday and that's where the condition really accelerated. And I said, okay, Lord, this is it. This is yeah. the breaking point. Um, if I go to the doctor at this point, I go to the ER. I know um, I'm not going to make it in for the for the final day of the week of prayer. Right. And I I prayed and uh, believe it or not, the Lord. I, I felt a difference in my body. Amen. I felt I felt a change. It, it was it was definitely supernatural. I got to tell you, it was it was certainly supernatural because. Had he not intervened, I would have got would have had to go to the ER yeah. and, and take the day off. But it was so amazing because the next day, a very good friend of mine, a colleague, in fact, came through um, and he was able to talk to them as well. Uh, and then I was able to share with, with, with the young people my experience. Right what the Lord had done for me. And um, that was enough to touch their hearts to, to respond. And they, I, I want to tell you, probably over 90% of, of those young people responded by coming forward to the altar for prayer, uh, to give their, you know, some of them wanted to give their lives to Christ. Some of them signed up for baptism as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of them are, are, have indicated that they want to prepare for baptism. So wonderful. Um, I know that certainly would not have happened had I missed uh, the last day of the week of prayer. Amen. So I, I knew, I knew when, you know, when God is, is, is trying to accomplish something, right. You have to be on the same page. Yes. 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 <laughs> you, 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 you gotta be on the same page. Meaning I know that the Lord would not, start something and, and, and not finish it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I knew that he had to complete it. So because I had that belief in, in, in my head, because, you know, it's not my first time I've done many weeks of prayers. I've done campaigns of, you know, I've done revivals and what have you. And I know it's like, you're in the midst of war. Essentially you're, you're, you're in, you're in the battle and the enemy is trying to take you out because you are the one, you're the messenger that the Lord is sending these messages. And if the messenger is hampered, if, if uh, the, 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 the messenger is, is jolted or something, something bad happens, right, that causes a delay, then certainly the message cannot go out there. So I have known that, yes, Whenever you're in the midst of uh, delivering messages for the Lord, certainly the enemy will show up. Brother Paul, I I can tell you that uh, the hand of God is in your life and your family's life. And the fact that you're out there preaching the word, being an ambassador for Christ. And I want to encourage you to continue doing whatever he leads you, um, whatever it is. Remember, you said it in your sermon. Everything's going well. You know, things are doing great. But when that bad thing comes around the corner, that's when you really need him most, and he's there for you. And he was there for you in a week of prayer. Yeah. 
So he made Amen. a great example. I want to thank you, Pastor Paul, for knowing you from the first time we met, the friendship that we have, the prayers that we have with each other, and you're always a dear brother to me. And I just want to encourage you to continue doing God's will. And as always, thank you for the, just taking the time out. So as we always ask all our speakers, just lead us out in a word of prayer. Thank you. Absolutely. Father in heaven, I thank you so much for the opportunity for us to talk about what you are trying to accomplish uh, among the circle of believers and, and non-believers alike. We know that the work is wrapping up very quickly and that your desire is to save as many as possible. And we know that you will not close the door door of probation yes until every decision has been made so because of that we can be confident uh in knowing that you are faithful you are just you are true you're kind and you are loving and uh we can depend on you so father help us to be bold Help us to be confident. Help us to be grounded, firm, and deep in not only in the knowledge that you have given us about you, but Lord, in a firm uh, love and relationship with you. And Father, I pray that you will bless everyone who will hear this podcast and uh, who will listen to this at uh, any point in time continue to guide their lives and empower them through your Holy Spirit. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 My brother, hope you have a wonderful evening. We'll, we'll be talking soon. All the best to your family as always and your beautiful family. And uh, remember, two, I think two more times you will be considered a regular. So you, <laughs> Thank you. I look I forward to it. You're getting close, you know? <laughs> you have a wonderful Absolutely. Evening. You have a wonderful evening, brother. We'll be talking with you soon. God bless. And we also now have uh, ending out the birthday month of March. Let me see. We have we have some recent birthdays. Uh, let me see. Pastor Rose and Pastor Dexter. They were on the seventh. Uh, we just had Amanda uh, Holman. Hers is the fourteenth. She had on the fourteenth. We have Ashley Marm. Um, hers is actually it was yesterday. And Mishka Richards. I haven't seen her in a while. Uh, so there's both of theirs on the 20th and today is Tatiana Petra and Patri Patricia JT shows and JT there's the 24th and then we have my two nice ladies that I know in church Lorraine and Dora they're on the 31st of March so we're going to give them all a shout out through Facebook or whatever way that you will contact them and once again as our brother said let us have boldness in Christ. Thank you. God bless.